0: Thursday's NBA injury report. It's a shorter slate. Once again, some big names on the injury report. Do us a favor, like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you guys have any questions at all, leave it in the comment section. Also, today's show is sponsored by Prize Picks. If you guys have not signed up for Prize Picks, you could do it using the promo code OSMO, get up to a $100 bonus on your first deposit and one free month of OSMO Plus Platinum. Now, as far as today's injuries go, Adam, I think we should start by talking about Jared Allen and Evan Mobley being out for the Cleveland Cavaliers because the starting lineup for Cleveland yesterday, not what we anticipated. Moses Brown started. Kevin Love came off the bench and played somewhat limited minutes. Do you think they're going to go to the same thing today? And if it is the case, what are you liking from here? For now, I'm assuming that they do. I mean,
1: it it surprised me yesterday based on what we had seen previously. Um, But for now, I'm expecting that they'll go to Brown again. Like they're facing, you know, an an actual center on Atlanta. I don't know if that'll make a difference to them or not. But um, at 3,200, Moses Brown, I think, is a reasonable value option on a five-game slate if he starts. If he doesn't, then obviously he can be ignored. And then similarly, $5,900 price tag on Kevin Love. That actually, I think, kind of puts him in play whether he starts or not, but certainly would feel a lot better about it if he did move back into the starting lineup.
0: Yeah, and then there's also injury news on the other side of this game where we have Bogdan Bogdanovich and Danilo Gallinari both listed as questionable to play. We can't really draw too many conclusions from the minutes from yesterday because the Atlanta Hawks played the Oklahoma City Thunder, which was a pretty one-sided blowout because the Thunder are terrible at this point in the year. But with Gallo and Bogdanovich both being questionable, if they are not able to play, who do you think picks up the bulk of the minutes and becomes the best-looking value options?
1: So if Gallo's out again, I expect that you'll get another start from Luau Cabrero, who played around 24 minutes yesterday. I'd expect him to be in the like mid-20s again tonight if he starts in place of Gallo. If Bogdanovich is also out, that does open up some more minutes for guys like Kevin Herter, potentially DeLon Wright, because we know that Lou Williams is also out tonight. Um, and DeAndre Hunter probably plays a little bit more. It's, it's also increased productivity for Trey Young if Bogdanovich is out.
0: All right, now let's move to the West Coast. Both Los Angeles teams, there's some pretty significant injury news going on right now. Start with the Los Angeles Clippers, who are on the road. They're playing against the Chicago Bulls. Nick Batum and Marcus Morris are both questionable. Considering how the Clippers have handled their rotations as of late and trying to limit guys' minutes, seems to me way more likely they sit than end up playing. The other piece of news to consider here is that Paul George is back. He looked really good in his first game back. So, first of all, What are you expecting from playing time for Paul George? And then who benefits if Morris and Batum don't play? Yeah, I was kind of surprised
1: uh, that George got to about 31 minutes in that game. And like you said, he looked really good, 34 actual points. I assume you're getting like 32, 33 minutes, something like that from him tonight. um, If this game's competitive and it actually makes him look decent, you know, not like a a priority necessarily, but uh, certainly has some upside at, at this price if he does get those minutes. If Morris and Batum are out, I'm assuming you're just getting... Um, kind of, you know, the, the next guy up. So you're probably getting a little bit more run for Amir Coffey. Um, Brandon Boston is also out. So, you know, that that leaves them a little bit thinner as well. Covington can play a bit more. Kennard and Mann can play a little bit more. Uh, it's still a team that I'm typically going to be cautious with since they have a lot of bodies and they have indicated that they don't really intend on playing guys a ton of minutes down the stretch. But um, if both of those guys are out, then it does certainly open up at least a little bit more playing time for some of these guys.
0: I wish they were just holding to the minutes restriction because Reggie Jackson, who was supposedly not going to play more than 32 minutes for the rest of the regular season, yeah. played 37 last game. And now I'm like, oh, great. Now I have, I have no clue what to expect. I still think they're going to tend to be a little cautious, especially when we see names like Batum and Morris on the injury report. But maybe we'll get something from Tyloo where he's just like, hey, I want to get these guys a little bit extra run to make sure they're you know, well conditioned heading into the play And tournament. Paul George did look really good the other day. Uh, And the other Los Angeles team to talk about, of course, is the Lakers. We have officially gotten word that LeBron James will not play today. Anthony Davis also expected to miss tonight's game. Seems like a pretty good chance they're going to be returning tomorrow. Really difficult matchup for the Lakers on the road against Utah. Does anything stand out from them? It's definitely a tough spot. Um, you get a higher ceiling for guys like Russell Westbrook and Malik
1: Monk. Um, both of them obviously take on a bigger role without LeBron James or Anthony Davis. So I think that they look decent in tournaments, but still, I think difficult to you know truly prioritize them, especially Westbrook, who I think is pretty much correctly priced at eighty six hundred. Monk a little bit cheaper at fifty five hundred. Played thirty two minutes last game and lost some uh, playing time to garbage time as well. So you could get huge minutes from Malik Monk potentially, depending on how this game goes. Beyond those guys, we got a really just unappealing rotation from the Lakers in that game, and part of it could have been because – the Mavs just jumped out to a massive lead and the Lakers were kind of just uh, throwing shit at the wall at that point, trying to to get something to work. But um, you just got like, you didn't get more than 22 minutes from any player on the Lakers outside of Malik Monk, Russell Westbrook and Stanley Johnson. So that makes everybody risky. But at the same time, if Dwight Howard starts again, he's 4,200. If he plays well, they could certainly use his size against Utah's front court with Gobert and Whiteside or just Gobert. Cause I think Whiteside's still, yeah, Whiteside's still out. Um, but, you know, against Gobert, but still, like, no certain, no guarantee he plays a bunch of minutes. Uh, didn't even start the second half last game, played a total of five minutes. Carmelo at 4,800 certainly could play upper 20s, but there's no guarantee that happens either. So I think Monk is probably my favorite guy, followed by Westbrook. And then the playing time when everybody else is just basically, like, completely up in the air.
0: Yeah, it's, it's going to be. And they might even change their starting lineup because they very frequently change that. So like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel, check out the deeper dive live before lock. Hopefully have some more news on who's starting for the Lakers at that point in time. Because if any questions at all, leave them in the comment section below. Good luck.